Welcome back to the Digital Soup Podcast, a hilariously geeky podcast that challenges what it means to be a geek today. As always, we're bringing you all sorts of information and conversations to enhance your geeky lifestyle, including a discussion on Microsoft pushing yet another subscription service, Lenovo reviving the tablet market, and we find out if a fire-breathing meatloaf trapped in an antique diving helmet can survive 50 duck-sized glass horses with nunchucks. It's going to be an epic battle, so pull up a chair, get your geek on, and don't forget to stick around for our unsigned music spotlight featuring a track from the band Minus Alive. Jason, roll that geeky bean footage. Welcome back to Digital Soup, the only podcast whose weekly pre-show ritual is to do all of the Fortnite dances simultaneously in our individual studios. Gets us mm. pumped up, ready to go. Woohoo! Do a little floss, you know. I do, I do it all, man. All I can't right, do the right, floss. Right. Have you guys tried my to do this floss? My kids do it perfect. Oh my god, mine too. Both of mine are just like, oh yeah, that's easy. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I can't quite get the... Uncoordinated. Like, well, I shouldn't be. I mean, I'm I'm a drummer. I'm very like coordinated with all four limbs independently. But to do that, <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, we're we're old though. That's did the you thing. see the commercial with Dwight Schrute while Rain Wilson? He's on hold for something, and while he's waiting on hold, there's a scene where he's trying to do the floss thing. Oh no! And I he's haven't. just he's just like jerky, like Rain Wilson. <laughs> You'd expect Dwight Schrute to be like, "This is awful. I can't do it." <laughs> it's you know, funny. And uh, I don't see Rain Wilson anymore as Dwight Schrute. I see him as uh, Harry Mudd. Don't you, Adam? A little bit. A little what bit. was what was the Harry Mudd character again? Uh, well, it was in the classic original Star Trek. Oh. Uh, TV series, and now in the Star Trek Discovery, the, this character has come back. Yeah, uh, I saw that you're enjoying that show, huh? I am. I've been uh, marathoning it. I'm up to episode 11. This is right after they've gone nice. over to the parallel universe. You know what uh, that means, Adam? What? He, he, he went up to 11. <laughs> this one goes to 11. <laughs> you know what we should do, too? We should all uh, binge watch the, the new Karate Kid. I did already. I know, but Jason needs to. Yeah, well. I but we should all watch binge it again. Wa- yeah, but we should all binge watch it. You mean Jason should just watch it? <laughs> yeah. well, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but yeah, Jason. All right, it's totally worth it. Do well, it. Speak, well, speaking of Jason, to all the new listeners out there, I am Jason. Yeah. And joining me in the virtual studio today is Adam and usually Dave. How's it going, gentlemen? Great. Pretty fair to middling. Okay. <laughs> middling. Middling. Yeah. I heard that saying once, and I don't even know if it's correct, but it sounded fun right now. I like it. I'm I'm happy. It's sweatshirt weather. Like our temps <laughs> totally dropped today. <laughs> oh, oh, shut it! I hate you. Literally, by the it started out this morning like 77 and humid, like at 5:36 <sighs> in the morning. By the time I got off work at five o'clock, it was 60 degrees, cool, breezy. Right now, it's in the mid 50s. Tomorrow's high is only like 55 degrees. I'm so <laughs> excited. I love awesome. this weather. <sighs> yeah, tomorrow's 67 here. That's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Hey, for for our new listeners here that might not know where we're actually located here, both Adam and Dave are in Minnesota. Uh, Dave is way up north Minnesota, and Adam is south Minnesota. So yes, they're having a kind of fallish weather right now. More central, and, but and I th- I think Dave oh, more oh if, correct me I don't care, uh, and I think the reason why <laughs> Dave even brought this up is because I was sitting at uh, my daughter's soccer game tonight, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and sweat is just dripping down me because it was 91 degrees. Ew, that's yeah. gross. <laughs> no, I, is, I, I don't like that. Gross. I, I literally, if I could have these temps right now all year round, I'd love it. Oh, that's <laughs> what I've been saying. I'm ready for fall. No, I don't want winter. I want like four months of fall. You don't that would be winter. awesome. You don't get winter in Ohio. <laughs> four months. Four months, Adam. Did you catch that? He says it's four months from oh, you know f- through winter into spring. No, no, Brutal. I said I'd like four months of fall. Yeah, so here we yeah. get about a month of fall, and then we get winter for six now, months. I, I lived in Minnesota most of my life. You get about two weeks of fall and spring. Yep. And uh, usually the snow that falls in October melts in May. <laughs> Oftentimes, yes. Pert near. It, it, it's near. it's the truth. I I live in uh, Ohio now, and that is one of the things that amazes me about this place is we'll have snowfall on Tuesday by Thursday it's gone and then it's it's <laughs> gone for you know a few weeks then we'll get another snowfall and one or two more days later it's gone again and it happens all winter long you know what else is arriving in October what oh I'm so excited tell snow. me please 
the C64 Mini. Yeah, Jason gets to uh, once again correct himself. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of a correction because uh, I did listen back to the episode to see what I said. Uh-huh. And I did say that I did hear it was released a couple of uh, months ago. Yeah. And I was correct. It was released a couple of months ago. But you know what? Not in the U.S. That was only in the UK. <laughs> yes. What is the UK? I don't know. Just a capital U and a capital K. The Upper Peninsula? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might be the place where the uh, today's unsigned spotlight band is from. Yeah. You know. Well, we better stick around and listen to those guys, right? We probably should. That we band should. is called Minus Alive. So it's like subtracting your life somehow. <laughs> well, it's better than Plus Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. That could be a band. Well, and they, they could be in a battle true. of the band someday. I, I, yeah, that'd be oh, awesome. that would Scott be Scott yeah. Pilgrim style. <laughs> <laughs> Plus <laughs> Dead versus Minus Alive. Whoa, it averages out to zero. <laughs> Now, no. back to the story here, since we kind of got derailed there a little bit. But as Adam did uh, point out, that uh, Riven October 9th will finally be the Commodore 64 Mini, which I had said was already available. And uh, people have been importing it from the UK, or the UK, as uh, you know, Adam yeah, has now said we have to pronounce it. Or Dave, <laughs> I don't know their voices. So. <laughs> it was not it was Dave. Dave. <laughs> no, it was not Dave. <laughs> this, this is Dave. so you'll officially be able to get one without having to pay those uh, you know exorbitant prices Mm. for importing which would be cool what did they ever come out and say i mean not that it really matters i don't want to spend too much time on it but they ever come out and say what games are included on this or what yeah i think on the website it does have a list of all the games that are all right i'm not i'm not too worried about it i never had one i mean i never played anything as a kid and i'm not all that eager to go that far back but (laughs) yeah that's one as far as you wouldn't recognize most of the games anyway i at least i wouldn't no, I mean, as far as retro gaming, yeah, I'm, I don't need to go quite. I played a little bit of Commodore 64 games because, like I said in a previous episode, uh, one You're of my old. friends actually had it. Yes, and oh. I and I, and I am old. Yep, yeah, that's very true. Well, you know what we need to do because we uh, we've been forgetting to do this the last couple of weeks. And before we go on to the rest of our our news stories here, I do want to take just a minute and thank everyone who has taken the opportunity and and taken us up on on our begging and pleading to go. Uh, Give us a review over on Apple Podcast. And we've seen a couple more come in since the last time we read anything, I believe. Um, August 21st, I think, Jason, we said we had a couple new ones in there, which I'll have you read in a moment. That is the truth. But of course it is. Usually, Dave, I'm always telling the <laughs> truth. But what I wanted to say is just thank you to everyone who has gone out and do that. And for the rest of you who haven't yet, please do, if you if you could do that, head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show there. Leave us a rating and a review, and of course, we will read these out for you on the air, so have some fun with it. Keep it family-friendly, of course, but we love to hear from you, and we want to just be able to help the show grow, get found easier in the um, rankings, and of course, if you don't use iOS and you can't get into Apple, iTunes, or podcasts, whatever you want to call it, you can certainly follow us on Spotify. You can follow us just about anywhere else. Adam will run through that list at the end, but we're, we're everywhere, but Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that's where we want you to to uh, give us the follow, give us the reviews if you can, because it really helps people find us. So, mm-hmm. so Jason, why don't you go ahead and hit us with those reviews, and then we'll go on to the rest of our awesome content for the today's episode. Can't talk. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, most of our listeners wish you could also. <laughs> um, <laughs> According to these reviews. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding. Dave's uh, solo super chats, man, is like blowing up our regular episodes. Thanks a lot, man. Making us look like well, crap. There's l- plenty of plenty of uh, me out there between the weekly garnish episodes, the super chats, all of it. People are going to hate my voice after a while. Oh, we hate it now. <laughs> We're going to, Adam and I are going to yeah. do our own show. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got two new reviews in, like uh, Dave did say. Now, the first one is from somebody called Big Tuna 2016. Bill Parcells. So they, uh, eat, <laughs> yeah, they've either been around since 2016 or there were already 2,015 other Big Tunas. What do you guys mm, think? Probably 2,015. Yes. You know, the government's probably going to consider them a gang. There's so many of the them. Fish but anyway, uh, Big Tuna, <laughs> <laughs> Big Tuna 2016 said their uh, title was Now This. Okay, I like it. <laughs> now this is podcasting. <laughs> and I have to, uh, I wanted to say it like that, like, uh, and this is a rest oh. of the story. 
Now this is a podcast. Uh, but what they what it said was, I listened to a lot of podcasts, mostly television and movie podcast. Came across a show when I was searching for podcasts about Chronicle. Cool. Mm. And I've been listening to the show ever since. Oh. Yes. So Chronicle got us a listener. Nice. Uh, lots of talk about lots of different things. Yeah. Heck right. yeah. Thank you. So well, we, thank you. I guess that is a way to describe us. We talk about a lot of stuff. Right, right. <laughs> Indeed, we do. Yep. And then uh, the second review we got uh, is by uh, I'm going to say listener, a listener called Tangzilla Four. Uh, and their title was Great Geeky Fun, and it says I listen every week and don't miss an episode. Awesome. Very Thanks. cool. Tangzilla. Yes. Keep them coming. Tangs a lot. <laughs> keep them coming. Yep. You leave us a review. We will uh, read them on the air. Make it famous for you know tens of people, like we've said before. Oh come on. There's more. Than you know what? We should know. make sure that if if somebody leaves us a one star and says how much we suck, we got to read that too, right? Oh yeah. Um. Uh, I think so. Well, I, now we people will. are going to do it just to be that person that gave us one star and was right on yeah, the show. Thanks, please Adam. Please do. Please do leave us five stars because you know <laughs> we ultimately want people to know that hey, this is a fun show. But if that did happen and we got one one bad review, I mean, we'd have to read it. I guess. I'm sure it's from one of our wives. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, uh, if, Dave, you have Creative Cloud, right? I do. CC. Now, have you ever utilized the Photoshop <laughs> functionality within Creative Cloud? Uh, a time or two, yeah. Well, I do all the tizime. And it looks <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> Tangzilla. <laughs> <laughs> There's some kind of vulnerability in Photoshop. Yeah. And if you don't update, you could stay vulnerable. Now, I don't know much about this actual attack. Can you elaborate a little bit? Yeah, basically, it, it went in through the way Creative Cloud is set up. There was a, a vulnerability in there that allowed, uh, according to the article here on tomsguide.com, uh, it allowed malicious native code to execute with you as a user being unaware, most likely. And essentially, it just left your computer completely exposed out there. Now, the good news is um, Photoshop is what's considered, I forget there's a term for it, but it's not highly targeted. It's a uh, program. No, it's there, there's a term for like when some programs are very high priority targets for hackers. In other, high profile? Yeah. So these are what they're calling type 3 vulnerabilities. Uh, these essentially it's it, it means it's a product that's not historically been a target for attackers, whereas maybe a banking app or you know something like that would be a higher risk. The good news is though with this, it is. I wanted to bring it up because I know we do have some photographers and some people out there who do use Photoshop and Lightroom and Adobe Creative Cloud suite of things, and it is easily fixed. Um, Adobe has already put out a patch and update to everything. So just go, if you haven't already, make sure you get into your Creative Cloud, update your apps, update the Creative Cloud uh, application as well, and you'll be good to go. They've patched it and fixed it up. But just one of those kind of PSAs, because we do have some creative people out there that listen and, and do this stuff. So didn't want anyone getting hijacked without even knowing it through Adobe of all things. Once again, this good is point. why I use GIMP. Well, <laughs> I'm cheap. Yeah, because it's and <laughs> Photoshop is just rampant with viruses. Oh, yeah, it is. as I just explained, how they are not historically a target <laughs> for attackers. Yeah, I'm glad you're like a Boy Scout, the ultimate Boy Scout, always prepared. <laughs> Some might call that a negative thinker, but you know, hey, glass half empty, whatever, it's all good. You're prepared. <laughs> exactly, man. I got my uh, <laughs> uh, my dime rolled up in my uh, what are those called kerchiefs or something. What the, the uh, thing oh, that you the, put around your neck for, for the payphones you can find everywhere these days? Okay, now just so you know, I was a Boy Scout in the early what? '80s. They existed what? back then. You D never heard that? Dave Adam? is exactly no. right. That what? They, what is this for? They had the Boy Scouts. We all rolled yeah. up a dime in our kerchiefs. Yep. If there was ever an issue, we always had that dime there to make a phone call. Yeah, huh. a payphone used to cost a dime. I, I thought you were talking about drugs for a minute. I'm like, yeah, I rolled up a dime <laughs> in my kerchief. Got a dime bag. Oh, man. Like, man, I didn't even know you were into the drugs. Yeah, he's, he's talking about literal money. Yes. Maria Juana. <laughs> okay, so back in the day when you could actually make a call for 10 cents. Yeah. Well, you can't even make a call for 25 cents anymore. Good luck finding a payphone. Kids today are really like, what, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> right. What is that bright ball in the sky? <laughs> oh, the sun. Oh, you're saying they never I've see the sun. I've only been staring at Yeah, well, my kids, gosh, this whole summer has been 
Yeah, I want to watch YouTube. I want to play on the computer. Like, go outside. <laughs> well, hey, it's awesome out there. Do you know what I did this year to actually no. get? You know, whenever we took away the roof. No, no. <laughs> yes, I did. No, I would change the Wi-Fi password. And all of a sudden, all their stuff would go off. And I'd be like, hey, guys, do what we want you to do. Otherwise, you're not going to get the new password. Boom. There you oh, go, man. Adam. That would be such a hassle. I don't want to It kind, It kind of was because then I had to change it on all the tablets, on the Roku's, uh-huh. on everything. Speaking of tablets, yeah, Lenovo's got a new tablet, mm-hmm. some new dirt cheap, cheap seats. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Dirt cheap <laughs> tablets. That they're, they're hoping they have a shot in the tablet market here. Mm-hmm. What kind of so, tablets were these? Uh, what was the manufacturer? Lenovo. Oh, Novo. La, 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 Lenovo. <laughs> I went sure. to the store to buy a tablet, and when I got there, I saw a Lenovo. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to just let him keep going to see what I he comes up with. I the net. See, this is... I changed my Wi-Fi password. <laughs> See, this is the reason why I'm not a musician because I suck. <laughs> I like music. He's honest, right? So the their prices are starting at around seventy buckaroos. Yeah, I think that's a seven inch tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, still not as cheap as the uh, uh, Kindle Fires, but these True. run on full Android. They don't run on that right. uh, you know skinned True. Android that's uh-huh. all you know actually locked in. So they got the a ten inch model as well. I wonder how much they want for that one. It's about one hundred and forty or so, one hundred and fifty, I think, when I remember looking at it. Which well, seems, I can just get two sevens. For no, uh, yeah, the E ten is at one twenty nine, one thirty, and then the M ten or P ten, whatever it is, their bigger, higher end one. Um, they'll be in pre order starting this yeah. winter, and those are looking to be around. Yeah, I think around one hundred forty, one hundred fifty. Do you think you could handle a P ten there, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it looks like they have an E8, <laughs> like they have an eight-inch model for a hundred as well. Yeah. So I mean, the the thing is, it's the tablets. I've never heard of anyone using the Lenovo tablets. So I wanted to bring this up to you guys to see what you knew about them. First off, interesting thing that piqued my attention is if you remember when we had Chris from All Things Good and Nerdy and the official Gonna Geek show on, he talked about his awesome you know setup for his home stereo system with the Dolby Atmos sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These little tablets have. Dolby Atmos sound built in, which obviously it's not going to be as great as a. Are home you sure stereo. they have Atmos sound, and it's not that it, that at most it has sound. Yeah, at most. No, it's, it says <laughs> it says Dolby. Price, it's at most Dolby it's Atmos. The knockoff. Yeah, you get at, on a good day. You get both speakers. No, you got to wiggle the jack. They're saying it's there, but that makes me think that if it's got support for that, and you're watching movies and content that has the Atmos um, features in it. If you got the Atmos headphones and plugged it in, you'd be able to hear some of that, mm-hmm. um, where you might not on a regular like Kindle or, or Apple iPad or whatever. Sure. But for the price, it seemed like these have some pretty decent specs for the price, but I didn't sure. know. I didn't know well, first if you guys had known anything about them. No, but I'm well. And, I'm curious. I might buy one actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this looks really interesting too. I, Lenovo's had tablets for a while, mm-hmm. like they're and they've got some some bigger. Bigger ones like their idea pads and some of those kind of business class machines that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty decent, uh, decent company as far as, as far as my experience with them. Here uh, in this article, did you see uh, how it charges? Is it USB C by, by, by the by the ounce <laughs> yes. like your dealer? No, is it is it USB C <laughs> or is it uh, mini USB? Because I have you, Dave knows my beautiful Android ten inch Android tablet that I love my Asus. Remember when I got it? Oh, I still yep, yep. I, I still love that tablet. Well, the jack is jacked. It will not charge anymore. Um, okay. And I, I looked up on it, and it looks like you know at just after a while, it actually the soldering points inside. Um, break and that's why it's not charging because I tried so many different cables, different right. thicknesses, etc., and it didn't work. So I have now decided that I will never have another device that is not either Lightning because I've never had this issue with uh, any of my iPads or iPhones mm-hmm. or USB C. Uh, I I literally hate mini USB. I I wish it would just yeah, it's leave. It's uh, all my Kindles. Uh, you know, because the kids are bad about it. They want to use them when they're charging, and that's what you know. You know, you know, messes up that jack, that port, so bad. Yeah. Well, they think the best way to unplug it is to twist down. 
<laughs> Let's twist it. Get it. No, they just like walk away and let it, Bop you know, it. pull it. And... Yes, there we go. We got one of those. Those are fun. <laughs> but And today on the Geek Off, we're playing Bop It. <laughs> that would be awesome. But yes, I would, uh, you know, maybe we should do a little uh, show or something one time on uh, the different charging ports, and we'll just talk a whole mm. episode about charging ports. Yeah, and, and this, I'm not finding anything that's saying, you know, exactly what type of chargers these have. Might have to guess. go to the Nova site, but it's, yeah, it's it, if it's modern, you think it would be USB C. Uh, very possibly, one would think so. Who knows? But they but, are cheap tablets, so maybe yep. possibly they have mini USB. I don't know. Something to look at. That's there the worst that's an issue. You know, laptops too. I mean, HPs are notorious for this as well. They've got the uh, the jack that takes the uh, the power plug, and as soon as you bump that thing and it's sticking way out there, you wreck it. It gets desoldered from the motherboard. So mm-hmm. then you're just completely out of luck. You got to get a new laptop or get it replaced. It's bad. Right. That's where Apple did such an awesome job with their kind of magnetic um, connector. Then finally, Microsoft with their Surface, Surface Pros did the same thing. Right. Well, the, I mean, I, I, I haven't had, I knock on wood, haven't had any issues with that, that yet with any chargers on my stuff. But, I mean, definitely a concern, especially if kids or family members yeah. can use it. Tablets, especially if they're getting thrown in and out of bags, although they're not usually plugged in then. But with battery packs and stuff like that, that people are using power banks to charge their stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that that is a concern there. But the thing that in this article, excuse me, stuck out is that statement. And I never, I didn't realize this, so I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on this is that uh, based on a, a number of different research firms, worldwide tablet sales are seeing a major drop in the second quarter. And um, the exceptions to that being the Huawei and, of course, the iPad itself. Huawei, we <laughs> So, I mean, are, are we to take that and, and say that, you know, basically anything that's not an Apple you know, iPad, that, that, that market is kind of just tanking and... Hmm. Well, where do you guys see the future of tablets? To me, it seems like they're so convenient, but I will always have a tablet, but that's, that's me. Uh, you know, a lot of people jumped on the tablet bandwagon because they thought, Hey, we're going to get this tablet and we can get rid of our desktop and our laptop. We don't need it anymore. We'll do everything on this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, finally everybody realized, well, no, you can't get any real work done on it. You can get some work done on it. And I have, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because of, you know, like the, the mobile version of, uh, versions of office and like, uh, the Mm -hmm. Google G uh, suite and stuff. Right. But but I mean I'd rather look at a twenty five to thirty two inch screen and do my work than you know a, a ten inch all, all the way down to a seven inch you know right it's just it's it's better and photographers I mean could you imagine you trying to do all your work on a uh, uh, even the very high end ones like the the iPad Pro and then what is Microsoft's uh, the Surface Pro mm-hmm. uh, the these are yeah, high the Surface is really good though yeah uh, but the, you know they're just you you just you need the keyboard and mouse and then you know, other peripherals and stuff that the, some of these yeah. don't, you yep. know, the Surface does, but some of them, you know, like the, you know, other tablets and stuff and the I, iPads and stuff, you can't just grab a, a, an Apple mouse or whatever and use it with it. Right. Well, and yeah, I, I couldn't, uh, I know I know a couple people personally that use their uh, either I, iPhones or iPads for all of their photo editing and they don't want to deal with anything on the computer anymore and I, I just can't do it. I mean, for me, I want that control, but I will say I found kind of the sweet spot for me monitor size-wise, even though I love one of these huge, you know, 37-inch displays or something that is massive monitor, the sweet spot for me is right around 25 inches or so because you start getting bigger than that, and it's actually... Moving your head a lot. Yeah, you're moving your head a lot, but not only that, but it's <laughs> the, the resolution messes because it doesn't play nice with the resolution of the cameras. Oh, and okay. so what ends up happening is, you know, you're almost looking at things at a one-to-one pixel ratio, which is never needed, really. And, you know, you're always going to see artifacts, no matter how good your camera is, when you're looking super blown up. What about like a that. 4K display, though? You'd probably like one of those, right? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people would love it, but I don't know. I don't know that I'm that obsessed. I don't, I don't really pixel peep on that level. So, you know, I... That, <laughs> pixel peep. Yeah, you never heard that? Uh-uh. Peeping That's what the they pixels. call that. That's what they call the people that, you know, they see a photo and, you know, the first thing they, they look at with it is, well, it's not quite sharp edge to edge, and it looks like there's some vignetting over here. Let me zoom in to 300% and see how that... Uh, <laughs> this is know, why you're a crap photographer. Yeah, how does the grain structure look? <laughs> this looks like an 8-bit Nintendo sensor? game now. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that, that's what my brain still has peeper. the husk. I can't believe you never heard the term pixel peeper. That's crazy. That's been uh-huh. around forever. Yeah, and I'm I'm not one of those people though. I I mean I do zoom in and look at my work, pay attention to details, but I mean he's a pixel peeping yeah. Tom. <laughs> right, basically, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's kind of crazy. So for me, I mean, I could never imagine doing anything major on my tablet. That being said, I've owned one iPad. It was the iPad Two, the very you know years and years old, and then I have a Kindle Fire. And the iPad initially, when I got it, it was cool. I had plans to do stuff with it, and I could do all this stuff. And it really ended up being an internet browser and news aggregate reader. I use Flipboard app on it all the time, which is fantastic. And Kindle, the Kindle app. And then when I got my Kindle Fire, my daughter got my old iPad. She's still using that. And my Kindle Fire is just a book reader in a web browser occasionally, Couple little games on there I'll putz around with from time to time, but that's about it. So I don't, I you know, I could see some, some validity in that argument that, you know, unless you're selling the iPad, which they're really going, you know, some of those new high end iPads are really going for professionals to be able to work with. They're allowing them to do things right on the tablet as if you were using the the high end uh, graphic tablets and stuff like that, especially on the iPad Pro, but. I don't know, you know, with with more and more laptops being convertible, you know, where mm-hmm. it's a tablet and a laptop or, you know, things like that, and that, that structure of things getting better, kind of wonder how long the true tablet market will, will last. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, they definitely have their uses. The, one of the things that I want to use the tablet for, that's, I'm actually going to, I'm planning to buy an iPad for music stuff. Um, there's so many accessories for mic stand mounting this and that, and Actually, yeah. having that available for playing music and things like that. So yeah, I know the singer um, in, in our band. He uses his iPad for exactly that. He's got a magnetic mount on it, and it slaps either right on the speaker, a monitor in front of him, or he can mount it to his mic stand for any set lists and lyrics and. I like saw that. that. I, I gotta wonder how good that is for the iPad to be right on top of a speaker like that. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't seem to have any trouble with it. Mm-hmm. The only only thing he runs into like that time when we were playing it was outdoors, and you know iPhones in the glare. sun. They, oh no, not yep. the glare. It got too hot. It said oh. he said you had to, it had to shut down for a while, but he also <laughs> has some pretty. He he got some. They're like Bluetooth pedals. I don't know if you saw, saw those when he was up there, but I I had shot some video and, and taken some photos of it a long time ago when we first started this show, and I meant to put it together as a as a video for our site and never got around to it. But he has this this device. It looks like a guitar pedal, basically, and for paging, right? Yeah, and all he can do is he uses it just for switching pages back and forth, left and right. There's a few cool. options on it, and it's all Bluetooth hooks right in, so it looks super, you know, professional and everything yep. good right there. So, and the other thing, I mean, on the music scene of things, um, back when I was playing with uh, Electric Almighty, it was a cover band. Right. They had a Mackie mixer that actually you, you would slide an iPad into it. Oh, sweet. And that was the entire mixing interface. Oh, and wow. then everybody else had the app on their smartphone, and you would adjust your own personal monitor mix on your phone. Oh, that's and awesome. We all had in-ear, cool. in-ear monitors. So what would happen is we'd be setting up, and um, people would be playing around, and all of a sudden all of us would have our phones out, and we'd look like we are all texting on the stage. <laughs> and people would be like, stop texting, start playing. And we're yeah, like, right. we're adjusting our monitor mixes, guys. We're not test- texting. Yeah, yeah. I really, <laughs> really miss sweet. that Spice Girls uh, tribute band you guys used to do. Oh, it was great. I tell you what I want, what I really, really want, with more Microsoft one. subscriptions. <laughs> more <laughs> subscriptions, please. Yeah. More guys, subs. Do you guys see this? Microsoft, though, we just talked, we had the story last week we talked about with the um, you know, the the scare that went out with the clickbaity title about you know Windows turning to a subscription <laughs> model. Clickbaity, I'm sorry, but that sounds like an awesome name for somebody like a superhero. <laughs> I am clickbaity. <laughs> or a newscaster. And you won't believe yeah, his powers that I've got. A newscaster. Yeah, newscaster. Yeah. Clickbaity with the local sports. But um, <laughs> no, now Microsoft is planning to unveil a subscription-based service for their Xbox One consoles. Now, this one, it's not going to be cheap, like 35 bucks a month for 24 months. But what it's going to do is it's going to give you the Xbox One console with Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass for that thirty-five dollars mm-hmm. a month. That now, is actually pretty good, Dave. If you think about it, it is you break it all down. Yep. When you look at the cost, and that's kind of the point they're making, is that when you look at the cost of going out to buy a console and then start buying all the games, this is going to give you for thirty-five bucks a month a console and access to all of those games that are in the Game Pass and Xbox Live system. 
and it's it's codenamed Project Largo right now. We'll see what happens with it if it actually gets rolled out. And it's saying that um, be available from Microsoft's retail stores, uh, working with PC makers to try and offer this bundle elsewhere. But Project what? Largo, L-A-R-G-O, hmm. like Key Largo. Montego? Yeah. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda. No, Bermuda. Bahama. Come, come pretty, mama. pretty mama. Wow, what were you going Key so Lager. slow there for, dude? Me? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was just the delay. I don't know, but I'm saying right, it. Probably. And then you're like uh, eight stances behind. Or stances are... Ooh, Costanza. Costanza. <laughs> anyway, Dave, go ahead. But no, what what's, <laughs> what is cool about this, though, when you think about it, I, have, I own the original Xbox when it came out. And that was my only Xbox system I've owned. But looking at this, they really are kind of going after the market of people that would rent a, a, a console from Blockbuster. You know, they'd rent it for a weekend, they'd rent it for a month, they'd rent it for whenever, and just get to play these games. And that's something we just don't see anymore. And it's kind of a brilliant move, really, because it's still going to put money in Microsoft's pocket, obviously, get more people into the Xbox world. And, you know, ultimately, I'm sure they're hoping that once you have that, and even though you'll have the Xbox Live and all Access Pass and everything else, mm-hmm. so you'll probably just find some games you like and decide to go buy as well. I think that very last True. Blockbuster is actually retin Xbox Ones. <laughs> it could be. Maybe that's what they should do to bring video stores back is, you know, do a service like this that just funnels through Blockbuster. But, yeah, that's not a good business. I guess there's no overhead. Yeah, but... No, it's more like lackluster. Right. Well, this is it is this is one subscription service, though. I think that that makes sense. You know, it's not one that finally. Yeah, it should it shouldn't have people. It makes sense and dollars. You know what I mean? (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Uh, You know what else makes dollars? Dollars ads on Netflix. Yeah. Now, have you guys? But they're not ads. What do they call them? Recommendations. Yeah. Right. No previews of things you might like. Right. (laughs) Have you guys seen these pop up at all yet? No, because I haven't subscribed to Netflix in five years. I'm watching Netflix every day, and have have not seen any of them. I haven't seen them yet in my my own uh, account either. But there is a way, and I did tease this if you guys listened to the uh, the weekly garnish last week that all new weekly mm-hmm. episode we're putting out uh, as an experiment right or as now. Uh, Adam and I like to call it the Davely garnish because we're not included hey I asked you guys <laughs> multiple times are you guys coming in are you gonna record with me no no do it man it sounds good go with it run with you it you got good. this boom you got it and I'm over here being terrified like oh my gosh I hope this doesn't suck and I don't know it seems like this we got week some- on the Davely garnish oh, wow yeah, I slurred <laughs> How many beers Jason has been four having? beers. <laughs> <laughs> and they were no, all near but, beer. Yeah. Oh, duels for you. <laughs> no. we, um, we, I did mention it there as far as there's a way that you can now turn these ads off. And there's a catch, which, you know, you can't do it in the apps. You have to go into a browser and, and do that basically to um, choose the account options. And Jason, you have everything there as far as where exactly they have to go to turn this off. You want to run us through that? Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Like Dave yeah. said, you do have to do this in a browser. You can do it in your mobile browser or on desktop. I say go desktop. It's easiest. You cannot do this in the apps. There's no ability to do it. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to click on the, uh, if you're like in the uh, mobile, you're going to click on the try bar as like Adam likes to call it, the hamburger. It is the hamburger. No, it's the try bar, dude. Uh, which is the options button at the top left. And you're going to click on that. And then you're going to click on your profile picture in the top right on the computer. Uh, So there's two different ways to do it. And then you choose account in either way. And on the account page, you're going to scroll down to the settings section. You're going to see a section that says test participation. And you're going to go ahead and select that. And then you're going to see a single toggle switch. Uh, that's going to say, include me in tests and previews. Toggle that puppy off if you don't want to be uh, in this. But like Adam and Dave have said, they haven't seen any. So, I mean, pff, don't even worry about this until, you know, you actually start seeing some ads. Right. Thanks, Jason. And now I'm wondering what time it is. It's time for a kickoff. 
No, no sound effect there, Adam? I said behold. Oh, okay. That was my sound effect today. All right. So, Dave. Yeah. Who is against who on this one? So what, Remind the audience. What's going on? We kind of realized that we started something without even really realizing it. The first first two rounds, it was Jason and I going head to head. The next two rounds was Jason and Adam going head to head. So mm. we kind of thought, let's turn this bad ride into a bracket, and we're going to take the next two weeks, Adam, and you and I are going to duke it out like Logan Paul and whoever that other guy was. I don't know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> a couple, couple of YouTubers that had a boxing match in the UK here over the weekend. Oh. All right, so let me go ahead and take over. Uh, this is the Jason Show now. We're going to do super fights. All right. Okay, I've got my card deck ready. Oh, I got them ready here. All right, so. Oh, did you buy the two? Yes. Now, the first card is for Dave. Yes. Dave, oh your card is meatloaf. Like the food or the singer? It doesn't say. It just says meatloaf. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, go with singer because that's going to be way more interesting. And <laughs> All right, and then Adam, your card is. 50 duck-sized horses. So there's 50 horses. They're all mm. duck-sized. All right. Now let's go back over to uh, Dave, and we're going to go pull his attribute card. And Dave, you are meatloaf, and you breathe fire. That's actually pretty cool. It's not looking good for me. Nope. And then uh, for Adam, uh, again, you have the 50 duck-sized uh, horses, and your first power is... You are armed with nunchucks. All right. Let's go back over to Dave. Dave, your next card. <laughs> you are locked in an antique diver helmet. <laughs> so Meatloaf has a diver helmet on. One of those antique. Oh, like from. Uh, uh, yeah, like Bioshock. Bioshock, yes. So like one of the big daddies. You got the big old uh, helmet on. All right. And then Adam, you are. <laughs> Oh, you no. are made of glass. <laughs> oh, great. All right, so let me just go through these again. So uh, uh, Dave is meatloaf. He breathes fire, and he's locked in an antique diver helmet. <laughs> I see an issue right there. And then uh, <laughs> Adam is 50 duck-sized horses armed with nunchucks. So I'm assuming every horse has his own set of nunchucks. So that's, that's probably accurate. 50 nunchucks. But... Those horses are made of glass. All right, so who wants to go first here? Well, you picked my cards first. Adam, you want to give it a run? All righty. So I've got 50 very small yet supple horses made of... <laughs> supple? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't, made think of glass. Of <laughs> I wouldn't think of glass as being supple. <laughs> no, they're, they're not. Um, let's see. Boy, this is a, my horses sound so self-destructive. You're made of glass and you got nunchucks. As soon as like <laughs> when they take when they take off running, are they just going to basically shatter yeah. their feet? They well, I don't think they will, but I think uh, the nunchucks could be self-dangerous. Yeah, um, swing it around so and miss once. Here, here's what these horses are doing though. They've made four individual straight lines surrounding meatloaf so um he can only breathe fire in maybe one direction at any given time and he's got an antique diver helmet doesn't matter to my horses because they're so short they wouldn't be able to hit him in the head anyway but what they can do is they can go after feet and shins pretty darn hard and with 50 of them um we're talking you know all kinds of duck-sized horses coming at you, swinging the nunchucks, hitting you in the shins and feet until you kind of go down. And then just the blunt force trauma of it all is they wail on your your pathetic, bloated body um, <laughs> with the nunchucks. And well, you say Milo's body's pathetic and bloated? Well, <laughs> I, 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 let me Google a picture of him quick and just verify my... Yes, he is a, he is a heavy man, dude. yes. Okay, so... <laughs> I Google pictures of meatloaf. All I got was actual meatloaf. <laughs> Ma, I'm getting yeah, he's, he's a big dude. Um, and uh, pretty soon he'll be seeing paradise by the dashboard lights, though. I tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> all right. I hope so, but you know, he, he would do anything for love, but he ain't going to go down like that. So what what I'm thinking, you know, yeah, I can, I I can breathe. I I would fight 50 duck-sized horses made of glass. <laughs> but no, he can breathe fire, right? It's yep. useless because he's locked in this helmet. What am I going to do, breathe fire and 
burn my own head. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's I mean, some cooked meatloaf. Oh, you burnt the meatloaf. <laughs> the only thing I could think of there is, and this might be a judge's question before I go any further, ruling on this, when a dragon breathes fire, it does not burn himself because it's coming from within himself. Does that hold true for meatloaf as a fire-breathing meatloaf? <laughs> Uh, okay. Serious question. I will say it, it's no. It's it's not. He's uh, impervious to his own fire. We'll say that. But you're still locked in that uh, diver helmet. But you are right. impervious to your own fire. Yep, I am locked in that diving helmet. And think what's on the front of that diving helmet. Uh, glass. Remember what the big chunk of glass. What and a, and a cage. Yeah. So the cage, I'm not worried about. What melts in gl- in fire is glass. So what I think is going to happen? Be I've got two fire. ways. Yeah, I've got two ways I'm going to attack this. First, I'm going to try and breathe fire to melt that glass out of the way on the helmet. I don't care if it's on my head; it actually does me a favor to protect me from those nunchucks <laughs> or so your melt ankles the, <laughs> or my, you know, my ankles. But here, here's the thing. Hear me out. I'm, if I I'm can awesome. melt that glass, mm-hmm. that means I can also melt every one of those horses. I don't care what they're doing. I'll just stand there and melt them all and literally turn them to a melted puddle of glass. And that'll be the end of the fight. Now, if I can't breathe fire to melt that glass in front of me and I'm getting hacked and slashed in my legs with these nunchucks, I'm not getting cut up. They're just pounding on me because they're, you know, not they're they're made of glass. They're not like cutting off their own legs and stabbing me with them. So all I really <laughs> need to do is let them hit me. They can't get that much force. They're the size of a duck. As those lines come, one line at a time, get down on my hands and knees, my head is protected, and just swing that helmet right through the whole line of them, shattering 25 duck-sized horses, spin and do the same to each line until they're all gone. I think I'd leave one just to do a big, like, body splash helmet bash on them. (laughs) Off the top turnbuckle, antique diver's helmet right on top the final duck-sized horse. (laughs) I think that's what I'm doing. Hmm. Jason? You know what? Uh, you, you know, this judging, you know. It's hard, isn't it? But you know what? the You were so elegant with your words there, Dave. You described it with such detail. You know, I think He's I'm going to have to give loss. it to, I'm going to, no, I'm going to have to give it to Dave. I mean, oh, I, I, I mean, I, I'm trying lame. to picture, I'm trying to picture a, a duck-sized horse with a nunchuck in its mouth, whipping its head back and forth, trying to hit the ankles of, uh, and you know, horse, horses' heads are, you know, I, you I don't think they're going to get. <laughs> I mean, he's got shoes on. I could have just said I kick them all. Yeah, too, but and, and they are elegant. I don't know. I, I, you know what? I, I'm going to have to rule in Dave's favor here because I mean, regardless, even if he didn't bash all the ducks. Uh, the duck-sized horses with his helmet. Once he has melted that uh, that glass, you know that's in front of him. Then the flames come straight out, and he just melts all the ducks, anyways. Uh, duck-sized horses, I should say. Can you really melt fifty though? I mean, well, yeah. how much fire has this guy got? <laughs> well, he breathes it. How much air you got? I breathe it. <laughs> I don't have an answer. Dang I don't either. I just hey Adam. Good. Okay, well here's here's a question for Adam then. Yeah. If on your fiftieth birthday, are you going to be able to blow up fifty candles on your cake? Yes. Then Dave can kill fifty uh, duck-sized horses. They're not candle-sized horses. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to heat them up enough where they slow down, become uh, a little gummy. Now, if you guys don't mind, if you want to quickly check, your I just Discord. did. I just looked at your art there, Adam. <laughs> I, I gotta pull it up. Okay, Adam just drew quickly. Drew hand, hand drew this. <laughs> it, it is meatloaf with a microphone, and he has one of those uh, diving helmets on with flames coming out of it. And there's a little duck-sized horse with a nunchuck in its mouth attacking him. Nice. <laughs> yep, just a picture, fifty of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though yeah uh, I, w- I wish we could plug this into that uh that um 
battle simulator game that you guys hated that I bought before. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I never tried it. But. I was kind of thinking about that game when you were talking about that with your lines of the duck-sized horses. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally a lot of lines of them. Oh, so, yeah. Adam, we've got a rematch next week. You got All right, one more shot. But Dave did win this one. I don't want to uh, glass ducks. I don't want to put the pressure on you, but I just just gonna leave this here where Jason went zero two against me. You're now zero and one. The final bracket. I'm might Owen. Be J- Owen Wilson. Oh, Owen one. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm Owen Wilson the, versus Luke Wilson. <laughs> I might be in the final bracket arguing against myself here. <laughs> oh, jeez. Which I won't do. We'll make you do it too. Here's the question though for you guys. I have if we do this bracket idea like we're talking, mm-hmm. do we draw new cards every time? Well, yeah. Or do we keep our our winning arguments, our winning teams, because we've got them all documented. Do we keep those mm-hmm. and then they line up in a bracket? So like, oh, bracket the actual would, fighters. Yeah. Do we bracket the fighters mm, or do we bracket each other? So well, that's a good point. I mean, part that's of the good... fun is coming up, you know, seeing what comes up with the crazy combinations. Should, so, I, should I draw each episode too? <laughs> that would be yeah. awesome. Hand animated on the bracket. That'd be great. I would have liked to have seen the 50 duck sized uh, horses against the six inch Miley Cyrus. <laughs> She'd probably ride them. They're in the <laughs> consolation bracket. <laughs> Oh no! She comes in like a wrecking ball on fifty horse of uh, glass horses. Oh, it would be game over. Uh, oh man! Even with nunchucks, I knew it was a long shot. Yeah, it's the size alone that's the problem. And really, with with nunchucks, are they super effective against anything other than if you can get solid body shots or head shots? I mean, well, I don't you, know enough. If about you spin them fast enough, maybe you get a little wind, put the yeah. fire out. I mean, what are the? We've all seen the YouTube videos where the kids trying to flip around nunchucks. I mean, there's a billion of them out there, and they keep whacking themselves in the face or in the crotch or whatever. Or what the are the chances? Right, <laughs> I'm not going there. But what are the chances these horses are experts with the martial arts equipment? Yeah, it's pretty slim. Um, yeah, Black Beauty is going to get smacked with his own nunchucks, and right. <laughs> and then what's the other ones? I don't know any other famous horses. Uh, sea Biscuit. Seabiscuit. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was that jockey. The, yeah, the that war was Warhorse. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, uh, so Dave's a winner. And before we close this show out, can I can I tell you guys a story? Sure. Yep. Story time. All right. So this was two nights ago. And this is just, you know, letting you in on a little bit of you know the daily life of Jason and his family. So it's about 3 a.m. Uh, Saturday night. And I'm sleeping, sound asleep, and all of a sudden our bedroom door opens, and I hear some really loud crying. And um, you know, I instantly wake up because I'm a pretty uh, light sleeper, and it's it's my oldest. Uh, she's tell t- your bed that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it. Yeah, Just kidding. The, the bed is under my weight, but <laughs> but she's uh, you know she's she's just hysterically crying and stuff. And, you know, I flipped the light on, and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, there's a bat in my room. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no. man, are you yeah. serious? So, you know, I, I said, did you, first thing I said is, did you close your door? She goes, I tried, I couldn't. So um, I went, and, uh, <laughs> well, she's got these things hanging on her door that she could hang things on the inside so the door doesn't shut all the way. Yep. So I had to rip that off when I went in there. But I went in there, and I, you know, sure enough, big old bat flying around in her room, 3 a.m., <laughs> So I I whipped that thing off her door and I shut it. And here's me for like the next 10 minutes. I am swinging away at this thing, man. It's swinging a miss, swinging a miss. Man, I I am winded. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done, man. Uh, we, We have another bedroom, spare bedroom. So Janie's slept in there. I closed the door off and I'm like, I'm just going to get this thing the next morning because I know how bats are. This is the... Uh, fourth or fifth bat we've had in the house since we moved to this house. Hmm. And uh, two or three of them, three of them have been in the basement and two of them have been in Janie's room. So there's some connection going on here. I don't know where this is all coming from in the house, but uh, so I know how docile they are in daylight. And I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and get it in the morning. Uh, all the ones that I've uh, found before, you know, when it became daylight, they're just hanging up on a wall. You can just, I just grab a piece of Tupperware and pull it down and take it outside. That's how Mm -hmm. docile it is. Well, this one was right in her windowsill. 
just laying there, you know, with sun beating down on it. I open up the window and I grab a piece of cardboard and I'm sliding underneath it. It moves his little wings here a little bit. And I uh, flip it and it lands upside down on the outside windowsill and spreads its wings. Ah! You know, oh, like and they, that. they screech like that too. Yeah. Like a high pitched, you know, scream. Yeah, so then I just took the cardboard and flipped it. And this is from the second story. So I, all the way down, it was like. It didn't even try to fly? No, they don't fly during the day. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, so that was traumatic, and um, I she might be sleeping Dude. in her bed tonight, but she, she the last two nights she didn't uh, sleep in her bed. So I remember when this was happening, I had talked to you that morning because you're like, I got to go and get rid of this bat thing. <laughs> I remember that. And I, and I told him, I was like, so why don't you just put up the bat signal yep. outside or something <laughs> and call it away? But, no, I saw something, actually, if you have bats a lot of coming in your house a lot, one thing you can do, I just saw this today online somewhere. Um, you build basically a little structure, a house, uh, and attach it to either you know the side of your house or somewhere near the house. Mm-hmm. And they will certainly, more often than not, they will go, instead of coming into your home, they'll go and roost in this house. Because while everyone is grossed out and creeped up by bats... They actually do amazing things as far. I mean, each small brown bat will eat something like two thousand mosquitoes or something in a single yeah. bite. And the I mean, problem so is when they when they invade the home, right? Yeah. Right. I, mean, I had them in my last house too, and what ended up happening? I finally because you could hear scratching in the ceiling, and I'm like, yeah. "What in the heck is going on?" And one night, I, I saw one little corner in the roof. I saw them coming out, and it was like I, I stopped counting after fifteen. Oh my gosh! And, was, oh. and they come back, and they can squeeze into such a tiny hole. Oh yeah, they're tiny. So I ended up. Uh, I had my wife go pick up some bird netting. We taped it up there, and then mm-hmm. when they flew out, they could not get back in. Yep. And we left it up like that until I got somebody to that was brave enough to go up there and seal that. And <laughs> brave <keep them> enough. <laughs> I don't do well with heights. No. Speaking of Batman <laughs> and bats, yeah, I got some. I got some breaking news for you. Four oh, hours I, ago, I disconnected my iPad again. That's okay, <laughs> Adam. Time to hit the mouth music. It's breaking news. <laughs> wow, that's so da- good. Daily, I didn't know what to do with the daily garnish. <laughs> no, it's not the <laughs> weekly garnish. It's just I got some breaking news for you. Oh. I just saw this. <laughs> yeah, so we all know about the Joker movie, right? Starring Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And everyone's kind of been scratching their heads like, why are they doing this? This looks dumb. Well, they got Joaquin Phoenix on board. People are saying, mm, okay, we'll see. He came out the other day and said he doesn't really care at all about fans' reaction to it. He's just going to do his thing. All right, that sounds interesting. Now, they've got some huge names already on board with this cast. you got Joaquin Phoenix playing the lead. Roster also includes Robert De Niro, Francis Conroy, Mark Marin, uh, and Zazie Beetz. Who Marvelous Mark Marin from the WWF? No, Mark Marin, who is in the, oh, was the it Netflix WCW? series. I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember. Mark Marin, who's a comedian, he's from the the very hugely popular WTF podcast, comedian, and also stars in the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling on Netflix. But Zazie Beetz from, who was, I believe she was Domino in um, Deadpool. Okay. And now, four hours ago, Alec Baldwin is reportedly attached to the Joker movie, going to play Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father. They are pulling in... All star after all star for this dang movie. Hey, prediction. Uh, he's you know he's gonna die. Who? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> you would think so. It's a maybe a cameo more than a full fledged role, but another I'm origin curious. story. <laughs> you know, and, and oh. this that's the thing. This Joker movie is supposed to be the origin of Joker. I'm starting to really wonder and question that, or if that's if that's what's actually gonna happen. Or if we're going to see, you know, I mean, we talked about it before. I've talked about it where Joker having an origin story is shouldn't happen because much like when Heath Ledger had his performance, he told like 15 versions of his origin story. And that's part of what makes the Joker so terrifying is that no one really knows. Right. I'm wondering if we're going to get a version of that in this movie where we see all kinds of crazy stuff happening, but no one really knows definitively what happened. Like this guy's just insane and comes on the scene. <laughs> But there's a huge cast in this movie, and that's it's kind of mind blowing. Like, it makes me wonder what DC is up to with this because either they are paying huge sums of money for this. I've heard I listened to Mark Maron's podcast, and I don't know how big of a role he has in this, but 
he said the script is fantastic. And this is a guy that he has been on the record saying he thinks the the glut of comic book movies is ridiculous, but he signed on to this movie because he always had a dream to act in a movie with Robert De Niro, and he got a chance to do it. He said, heck yeah, I'm doing it. So, I mean, but he, he said even though he's kind of against all the comic book movies out there now, this script is fantastic. So we got to see what's happening, maybe something to keep an eye on. I can't remember yep. when this movie's supposed to come out, but... So it looks like, yeah, looking this up real quick, uh, this Joker movie set to come out the fall of 2019. We'll see um, if it actually happens because they are still kind of in pre-production right now. But Adam, I think it's about that time. He does it is about info. that time. Yes. Before we put the lid on the soup, stick around afterwards to hear our unsigned music spotlight because this week, like I mentioned earlier, we are bringing you a track from a band called Minus Alive, not to be confused with Plus Dead. Uh, <laughs> this week's track is called From the Grey House, and these guys are a Southampton-based alt-rock group born on the first day of 2018. Um, their official website is just their Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash minus alive, so you can check it out there. Now, um, the three of us here at the Digital Soup Podcast want to uh, thank you so much for listening. And to see more content, contact us or just interact with us in any way, please head on over to digitalsouppodcast.com. And of course, you can listen to us anywhere that you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe and leave us a review if you'd be so kind. Plus, we'd love it if you told a friend about us. So mm-hmm. from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast, all of you, stay safe, have a wonderful week. We'll catch you next time. Take care, guys. Stay geeky. Later, Hosen. <laughs> <laughs>